The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. One division left, NFC West. And I know where you're going. Here it comes. Go ahead. Easy money on the 49ers under 10.5 win stats. This thing about... You know, oh, we can just win the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> no sweat. Uh, RJ rightfully called you out last week. And look, I don't, you know, it's not like I, I love giving props to RJ here. So you, you made me do it. But I don't know if you listened to the full extent of the Monday Football Monday podcast stats. But I brought up, like, you're bringing a big Ben here. I mean, he stunk. He threw more touchdowns or more interceptions than touchdowns. He had, like, a, he had a terrible passer rating in his rookie season when he was in the playoffs. He, it was a 68.0 passer rating. 49ers are not going on this tear with a rookie quarterback starting You're for them. And by the way, for me, it, it sounds like it'll be Mac Jones potentially because Adam Schefter coming out uh, supposedly on ESPN radio on Tuesday morning as we're recording this and saying like that he would be shocked if it's not Mac Jones at number three. Now, again, I think I like Mac Jones more than most. I think he has that high floor, but this is still a rookie quarterback in year one. And, I think you are in total denial about where the 49ers stand in the NFL in terms of like it's it's an evolving league stats. It's not status quo. You're in the mindset that I was in. Don't fall into the trap that I <laughs> fell into with the Eagles after the Super Bowl. Like after the 2018 season, I was like, all right, that was just a weird year. You know, they were still coming off the Super Bowl. There's injuries. 2019, they're back, baby. Like this is going to be the team. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl. And guess what? Not even close. So I just feel like you're in the same spot there. I feel like the 49ers have a better chance of finishing last than the NFC West, which I think they will do, which doesn't mean they're going to be a terrible team, by the way. Again, I still think you can go like 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight and maybe finish West or last in the NFC West. But it is a lock that they're going to win fewer than 10.5 games. I don't think you realize what you're saying when you bring up all those Ben Roethlisberger stats. What you're essentially saying is he doesn't even have to be that good and you could make a run late into the season. So you're telling me that Kyle Shanahan can't make a quarterback perform to that level? Like, to me, I think you're making my case when you say those things. They won one playoff game with yeah. gun as a rookie. So yeah. one, that's, that's a, they're not going on some Super Bowl run. Right, but I'm saying that the quarterback that they bring in is going to be better than Ben was. But wow. regardless, it is a high number. I totally agree with you, but I do think it's interesting. You know, you keep telling me how crazy I am. Vegas has the 49ers Super Bowl odds. I think it's like top five in the league. And now the Niners, you know, DraftKings has the Niners over under at 10 and a half. Only three teams have a higher over under than that. So somehow these people that make all their money forecasting how teams are going to do think the 49ers are pretty good. Yet somehow I'm the crazy one. Because they know there there are delusional fans out there like you, stats <laughs> who are going to waste their money and throw money on this. That's how the, this happens with the Eagles all the time. There's like so many bets like during the season. It's like how are the Eagles like favored in this game? This doesn't even make any sense because they know these fans are going to bet on it. They they have their fingers on the pulse. Stats. I think you're just in total denial about the 49ers. And again, I'm not even saying like they're going to be garbage. I'm not saying that. I, I, I'm i agreeing with you to an extent of where I think like you can bring in a rookie quarterback and still be respectable. I'm not saying they're only going to win six games, but 10.5 is a lot in that division when you're going to have the worst quarterback in that division. You keep talking about how like, oh, it doesn't matter because Kyle Shanahan can help hide him. 
it does matter. You can't just keep pointing to this thing about like uh, Jimmy G attempting eight passes in the NFC Championship game. Like, that is the outlier. RJ said it last week. That is not the norm. You can't go into this season expecting that. They had the worst quarterback in the division in 2019 and still went to the Super Bowl. All I'm saying is don't be shocked if it happens. Although I agree, I think they could very easily be 10 and 7 this year, which would put them on the under. So I, I yeah. don't think that's necessarily a crazy pick by you. By the way, having to factor in that that extra game is messing with my mind with these over-unders. Like it really I have to keep going back and adding it up. Like it's been very difficult for me. I did not take the Niners. Because to me, there's an even easier bet in the division, and that's the Rams, over 10 and a half. And let me just state clearly, Matthew Stafford can play. Like, I don't know why people don't think he can play, but he's good. And I think, would you agree that he's better than Jared Goff? Yeah, oh, it's not even a question. Yeah. Okay. So Sean McVay won 42 games in four years with Jared Goff. That is tied with Seattle for the second most in the entire league. And you think he's going to win less games with a better quarterback and a number one defense? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I think this was an easy pick for the over. The defense could fall off a little bit. You know, you lose Staley. Uh, you still have the talent there, which is good for the most part. I still think they'll be, again, a good defense. Maybe not quite as good as they were last year. Uh, I do think, you know, quarterback is a big upgrade. McVeigh, obviously, I like to bag on him. Because uh, I think the, I think the hype is still disproportionate. But obviously, you know, he's, he's a good coach. He's above average coach at the very least. So, uh, I don't know. I didn't feel strongly about it, but... I think that's pretty reasonable. What is like the where's the path where the Rams don't hit that? Like where where's the path where things really go wrong? Like what are you realistically expecting that's just going to really blow up and go wrong for them? Save from injuries, like their defense is going to keep them in games and we know Matthew Stafford, you know, can work some magic at the end of some games and like look at his career, right? He gets drafted to an 0 and 16 team that's run by Matt freaking Millen. Then who's his head coach? Your favorite meathead Jim Schwartz, the guy who <laughs> once tried to fight an opposing head coach because he didn't like his handshake. Like, that's the guy that Matt Stafford got stuck with. If you look, when he had a semi-competent head coach in Jim Caldwell, he went 36-28. and 28. He made mm-hmm. the playoffs twice and had winning years in three out of his four years. So to me, that says as long as you don't give him a pumpkin as a head coach— He can win you games and be a good quarterback. And I think that's exactly what he has with the Rams, especially when you pair it with that defense. To me, that combination, I take the over and I don't look back. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.